is our um, our uh, what fifth episode of, of, of the Miscreants podcast uh, with Ben and me, and joining us is Abel's sister, uh, providing us a much needed uh, feminine touch to the show. She's from the uh, Victims of Epstein Foundation. I was a I was a second choice, um, but it's so cool to be on here. Hi. Yeah, we couldn't get we couldn't get Dangoid. He he went AWOL. He he doesn't want to do this with us. I guess we're not cool enough for him. That sucks. If Dangoid ever like made one of those like soy jack memes about me, like that would just be the end, man. I know, man. I don't know where has he been. Has he been on the server, on Able server, anytime like recently? Because he was there yesterday. Was he ever here there today? He seems to, he seems to have like been hanging out with like actual friends and stuff. Damn. So maybe. Damn, it seems like. We're oh no. Maybe he's growing now. up. And that's sad. It's sad for us because we really wanted an episode with him. Anyway, what the fuck did Ben do? <laughs> And it was like he, he just uh, got he got traumatized by not having Dang on. He got traumatized so, by by visualizing Dang sending him a soy jack meme. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, my man? Why'd you leave? I uh, I've, I'm holding the. Uh, I accidentally clicked it with my ear. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. That's anyway. the first time that's happened. Anyway, enough with the dang talk. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about um, the news. So, um, one so one prominent thing that happened was uh, Jelaine Maxwell got uh, got arrested. What do you think about that? Sucks. Yeah, I know. The thing is, is like, um, it's like I don't really think the Epstein stuff was like that like big of a deal, honestly. Like he fucked. Well, some I can't people. wait to get a uh, Ghislaine shirt from uh, Sam Hyde or whatever, whenever she dies. Yeah, like free, free Ghislaine, free Ghislaine. Yeah, free Ghislaine. I mean, honestly, it's like this is a point that Bat made that you know we try to convince ourselves that our that our elites are like so cool and interesting, and they have all this sexual stuff going on. But in reality, they're just kind of boring and impotent. And, you know, the most extreme things that they ever do is, like, you know, sometimes fucking some teenagers. I'm like, okay, who cares? We all do that. I just think it's interesting, like, just how many people uh, Ghislaine was tied with. You know, you can find, you can look up literally any celebrity, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, and you will find them next to her. Yeah, they, they really did have the best teenage girls of all. I mean, attractive people of all walks of life. You know, Bill Gates, Donald Trump, you know. Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk, indeed. I mean, uh, it's the, just, our wholesome 100 billionaire. I know, he, he, he engaged in that teenage pussy getting his Oh, own. Elon Musk is, like, getting mad on Twitter or something. Uh, I haven't been following as of late. He's boring and he's a nerd. Yeah, like, I mean, I try not to, but it's been coming up on my TL. God, he's so fucking awful. He's like, like he's it... getting mad about people posting the picture of him and Ghislaine. So I don't know. <laughs> he, he's just so awful. You know, I like Jeff Bezos because he doesn't like. You know, he doesn't have like. A you like him because he because eat, he eats bugs. Well, that... <laughs> oh yeah, that picture. But also because he doesn't try to humanize. I can see himself. why. <laughs> he, he just like it's kind of like this evil you know faceless uh, uh puppet master behind amazon 
he doesn't try to like like post fucking anime memes on his uh Twitter to to make morons well, on Reddit did, like him. He did a Lizzo, and he was like, uh, "I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% Lizzo's biggest fan." That was a. I I did not see that. That was pretty good to me. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, with this guy, I mean, yeah, it is like you know, I don't get how like anyone likes this guy. He's like. He's like a nerd who like tries to like act cool, and I guess all the cool people have fallen for it. I mean, it was the same thing when I was younger, when Elon Musk was in the thing, but it was the same thing with Bill Gates. He always used to do this like, you know, like media pandering and like trying to act like he's way cooler than he is, but you know. Well, I mean, that's like the dominant, you know, that's the narrative that all the billionaires are pushing is that they're just like you and me. I know. When that's just, that's simply not the case. Yeah. I mean, I remember Bill Gates did the fucking ice bucket challenge, and I'm like, what are you doing, motherfucker? Because, you know, if they make the case that they're just like you and me, then you have greater empathy for them. And if you have greater empathy for them, then you're not going to support culling them. Yeah, exactly. That's why, despite him being a billionaire, that's why I like Trump so much more, because he, he doesn't, like, try to be, like, a normie. Like, he, he acts like the amount of wealth that he owns like he acts like he's rich and he acts like you know he's such a grandiose person right i mean like uh i really do think that he's kind of like the encapsulation of the logical end result of the american dream you know it's all about they talked about this on chapo uh hate to say i listened to them but uh you know (laughs) the american dream is all about getting what you want and hating it and this dude has gotten literally everything he's wanted in life with no pushback. And you can tell that he is massively angry. Yeah. I mean, with Trump, it's like, usually you see the case with kids who, you know, grew up with the silver spoon. It's like, you know, they're completely boring and they're completely materialistic. But somehow Trump, in, in that circumstance, managed to become like a really entertaining, really funny guy. and. <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened. Maybe his, you know, just internal, like, genius just came through despite his, you know, upbringing. I mean, like, uh, I think it really is just, like, dementia (laughs) and being a boomer. I guess. I mean, because he was at his funniest, like, probably at early onset dementia, because back during 2015 and 2016, like, his, his Twitter was, like, you know, the best thing that ever happened. And especially, um, but at, earlier on, too, like, his beef with John Stewart, that was, like, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, my favorite tweet of all time from him, all of them come from, like, you know, before 2015, like, the one where he says, you know, your dad gives good brain? Damn. <laughs> it's called jeans. Like, all of them come from uh, before he started really getting into this cognitive decline. And now all they post is, like, like really angry shit about, like, you know, people who, who insult him. His Twitter sucks now. I mean, I'm, like, looking at his Twitter and I'm looking for the funny shit. And it's like, oh, great. the He just posted Law and Order in all caps for the 37th time. That's oh. That's so funny. I gotta say, my favorite Trump tweet of all time, just because of how, like, inexplicable it is, 
is uh, him saying, uh, I bet they will call me Mr. Brexit. I I mean, personally, I think nothing will ever top the protruding nipples. Like, oh. I don't know how... Yeah, Barney... Yeah, that <laughs> like, one... Like, was... I don't think anything comes close to the, just the phrase, like, protruding nipples. <laughs> the funny thing about it is that the first time I saw that tweet, it was actually, like, a doctored image, and it was, like, a fake, you know, thing, where instead of Barney Frank, it was Bernie... Uh, not Bernie Sand. It was <laughs> Richard Spencer, so it's, like, Richard Spencer looked disgusting last night. Just yeah, but he was right though. Like I was thinking about this yesterday. Like the tweet. Yeah, you look at the picture correct. of that guy, and his his you know his titties are popping out. Like, from that. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Why do you show up to Congress like that? <laughs> <laughs> very very. Got some big naturals. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's got tits that make a pregnant cockroach jealous. I mean, pros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also what's funny about him is that like um it's really easy to like edit his tweets to make him funny. Like um one of my favorites is the one that I'm not looking for top. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good. Love that one. Classic. He really is just like you know, people call him like, you know, a racist clansman or whatever. I think it's racism and everything about him really more closely resembles your your grandpa with dementia at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Everything he posts looks like your grandpa's Facebook. Yeah, he's never gonna do genocide. Like, you know, no. he's never gonna do some shit like that. The worst he would do is, like, what all the boomer grandpas have been begging for for years, which is, you know, like, shooting migrants who try to cross the border, which is horrific, but... Yeah, I think that's the furthest he would go. Even then, he, he's kind of like an old, like, fat Cheeto-head idiot, so he can't really do anything. Like, his, his presidency has been completely, like, ineffective. Like, nothing has changed, you know, in any way. In, at least from what I've seen, it's all been symbolic. Like, people always talk about, like, oh, he, you know, stopped trans people from going into the military. And I'm like... Well, what effect does that really have? Does that really change anything? Like, trans people are, like, 0.5% of the population. I mean, I think the I think worrying about transgender people in the military is, like, such a, a liberal thing. You're basically saying, I want trans people to have the uh, same right to turn Palestinians into skeletons as everyone else. To die for ExxonMobil, gee, thanks for that right. And another thing fucking Trump did was he turned the fucking cigarette age from 18 to 21, like, nationwide. I'm like, oh, well, that's okay. called freedom. Yeah, it's freedom. You can go die for ExxonMobil, but you can't fucking smoke a fucking cigarette. Uh, I mean, like, if you look at his agenda, I don't know why the libertarians, you know, suck his cock so much. If you look at his agenda, it's pretty much all expanding government influence. I mean, this is a guy, he had a, uh, Jeff Sessions' administration, Jeff Sessions, while attorney general, said that we should be, like, executing drug dealers. Like, that's not, that's not a libertarian or small government thing. That's, uh, like, Singapore. Yeah, well, I think most people aren't really, like, that politically inclined. I think they just say they're a libertarian, you know, to, like, be edgy. Like, I don't really think they've read, like, Hobbes or anything. 
Yeah, and Trump has yet to abolish the age of consent. I know. It's like, come on, man. We need those teens as well. You know, the funny thing about Epstein, actually, is that if he was, like, in, you know, France or something, like, most of the shit he would have done would have been legal, because the age of consent in France is, like, 14. That's true. I mean, isn't, uh, isn't Lane French? Yeah, I think so. Uh, or, like, half French or something. I think her father was a Czechoslovakian Jew, and then I think his, her mother was French or something. It's always the Jews. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I think above all, Epstein was just, like, a massive fucking nerd. Uh, he named he named one of his uh, enterprises, like, what, MC2? Uh, which, you know, being MC squared, him being the E, Epstein being the E. <laughs> like, that is such a fucking nerd thing. Yeah, I think he was, wasn't he a math teacher before, you know, the fucking lizards gave him billions of dollars to, you know, be their pimp? Well, I mean, he was a math teacher with zero qualifications. He, he dropped out of Harvard, and uh, the person who made him a math teacher was uh, uh, William Barr's dad. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know, man. It's like... <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, with Epstein, it's like him being a math teacher, like, how how does that happen? How does he just get, like, a billion dollars just straight up? I mean, he became, Nobody like, a billionaire knows. overnight. I think we'll find out, like, 40 years from now when the CIA declassifies their documents. I know, that's that's a joke I made. I made, I made a joke, like, um, that, um, like... I'm so happy when they're going to find in 60 years when we're going to find out that Pizzagate was real after the FBI declassifies the documents, because that's a thing we don't realize, like all the disgusting shit the government does until like 60 years later. And by then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, I mean, I was doing I mean, along those lines, I was doing research into the, uh, I think, 1954 uh, Brazilian military coup. And apparently... The CIA still has not released documents regarding their involvement from that. And it's been, like, what, 70 years? Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like, you kind of just have to trust, like, what you see. Like, you know, these people aren't going to tell you the truth. And it's like, I hate how people are like, oh, well, do you have anything to back that up? It's like, I don't really need anything to back that up. I know what happened, man. <sighs> it's like, the U.S. just did that shit. It's the same thing with, like, 9-11. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if the U.S. government was involved in that shit, but it's, like, it's so dumb to think that some, like, ragtag group in, like, fucking Afghanistan, like, fucking did all that shit. Like, it's, like, I, I do, like, sincerely believe that the Saudi government was definitely involved in fucking 9-11, and po possibly the U.S. government, and possibly the Israeli government. Hasn't the uh, Saudi involvement, like, been confirmed at this point? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Sa everyone knows that the Saudis were involved in it. Like, I know that they ran, like, a dry run of 9-11 or something like that. Yeah, people, <laughs> people say, like, um, this is a sort of, like, self-deprecating joke for Muslims, but it's like, 
everyone knew that the most that like the Muslims weren't really behind 9/11 because if they were, then like the Muslims would have like forgotten their box cutters at home or like you know left it in their bag because Muslims can't organize shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my understanding, uh, my my personal theory on 9/11 is that the United States government knew about it beforehand but chose not to act because it would be a really convenient way of uh, a good rationale for invading Iraq, possibly Iran. I mean, I yeah. think the coolest thing is that none of us here remember 9-11. Oh, yeah. I, mean, well, I wasn't I, born. I was born after 9-11. Jesus. Yeah, Ben is, ben is very young. <laughs> I, I yeah. forget how... But unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to groom him in, in a few days. Oh God, he's barely legal. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be 18 here in like a month. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be able to groom you anymore because you're going to be legal by then. I know it sucks. Yeah, but I mean, the whole thing is like. Yeah, nothing really happens anymore. Like, it's like, we all talk about, like, 9-11 and there's, like, the fall of the Soviet Union because nothing, you know, really that important has happened in the past 20 years except, like, us getting fucking iPhones and making our lives shit. I mean, didn't we just get hit with, like, a once-in-a-century pandemic? Yeah, with the whole corona thing, but it's, yeah, that was probably the biggest thing. And I guess the recession was big, but, um... It's like, it just seems so boring because all this Corona shit, it's like, I'm not even sure if it's like a real pandemic, honestly. And it's like, it's this kind of thing where it's like, the most important thing about it isn't like the virus itself, but like how, you know, certain powers like react to it. Like, it's this kind of thing where like, some kinds of protests, you know, which spread the virus are acceptable and other kind of protests are not. And it's like, Okay, great. So we're not really even acting like this is a pandemic. This is just kind of like something we use to, you know, condemn our political enemies or support, like, you know, and it's something we conveniently ignore when a protest that, you know, you support comes out. I mean, yeah, kind of like 9-11, I, can't, I believe that it's like very much like a real thing, but the uh, people in charge of the world you know, are, as an opportunity to expand their power. You know, you're seeing that in Israel, in Hungary, in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, Trump did have a chance to, like, really increase presidential powers, but he's such an old fart that he couldn't do it, and now he's probably going to lose in 2020 because of that. See, you know, all the evidence is telling me that he's going to lose in 2020, like, every single poll, every hypothetical argument. But I've just got this gut feeling that Joe Biden cannot pull it off. Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden very well could, like, die or something or, like, shit himself on the debate stage. But, <laughs> I mean, uh, right now, it, it doesn't look so good for Trump. I mean, like, Biden, as, as soon as it is, I mean, he did beat Bernie in a debate. I mean, he can't go up there. He's, I don't think he's going to do very well against Trump. but. I still think he's going to be solvent by the end of the whole thing, so I think it's more than likely that he wins. I think his uh, inauguration is going to be the best day of my life, though. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you think he's going to pick for VP? Do you have any ideas? Kamala Harris. 
Yeah, that's probably the best option. And the funniest thing about Kamala Harris is that black people don't even like her. She's no. literally just being chosen because she's black. I mean, yeah, you ask anyone in, like, uh, California who is terrorized by her fucking police state, and they'll all tell you, like, oh, yeah, I mean, Kamala Harris locked up my, my cousin or whatever. Like, she she's a cop, right? And we're seeing massive anti-cop protests, or I think they're over right now, but we were seeing massive anti-cop sentiment. It's just, I don't know if it's a good idea to pick her. I mean, I I probably think he's going to do it anyway, because I don't think it really matters about, like, you know, actually empowering black people. I think the whole, like, social justice, like, you know, like, you know, stop, uh, like, stop discrimination movement things are really just to, like, serve, like, rich PMC minorities. They don't really serve, like, poor blacks or anything. I think a lot of it, I think the only people who, uh, like, Kamala Harris would appeal to are fucking, like, white libs who live in the suburbs and have not seen a black person in 14 years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows? I mean, he pretty much took out, took Stacey Abrams out of contention with this, <laughs> with that fucking media appearance. What media appearance? Um, he invited Stacey Abrams on, and everyone is expecting that he was going to announce her to be her v- his VP, and then you know that didn't happen. So everyone, no one's really considering Stacey Abrams anymore. Yeah, I mean she sucks, but she's a black woman, so it's okay. Yeah, I mean the worst part about Stacey Abrams is that she's fat and ugly. That's the real problem I have with her. I'm I'm still like a hardcore sexist at heart. I'm like. Bitch, the, our female politicians, if they're there, they, like, have to be hot, in my opinion. I mean, I agree. Yeah, we don't have many hot female politicians. We gotta get Tulsi Gabbard in the, uh, in the White House. Anytime there's a hot woman in politics, she gets dragged down. I hate to see it. They don't want, they don't want them to prosper. Yeah, I mean, don't... like, if you're if you're AOC, you know, you're somewhat attractive, and all the conservatives make, like, fucking body pillows of you. So, I mean, is it worth it? Yeah, it probably isn't. I mean, uh, hot girls have a lot be- uh, of better things to do than, like, be politicians. Like, politicians as... I think this is something Roger Stone said, but it really is just show business for ugly people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's probably true. Uh, yeah, why is it that, uh, you know, there's maximum, like, two hot people in Congress, despite, yeah. you know, statistically half of the population being above average? Yeah, they're all ugly as shit, and I'm like, why, why does anyone vote for these? At this point, I just vote for the person I think is funnier or I think is hotter. Like, that, that's the point. <laughs> It's like it's like you know it's all a charade because it's it's not like these people are fucking in power. The real people in power, are like you know, the lizards that are like giving Epstein billions of dollars to be their pimp, or like you know, like doing all this shit and running the media. Well, that was uh, going to be my point about Trump. Is that I don't think he's actually. I think you made the same point, but I don't think he's running a show. I think it's more or less just his. Uh, 
his flock of advisors. Yeah, because I think that's Stephen Miller is has a massive amount of influence over him. Probably Jared Kushner, especially Kushner. But yeah, that's the problem because we're sort of like the Soviet Union when it was when it was dying. Like all of our leadership is too old to do anything, so they just defer to like younger people. And those younger people tend to be like completely unqualified losers, like eventually Mikhail Gorbachev was. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, fuck, I, to an extent, I don't think, like, uh, you know, I don't think that you should raise uh, the, I mean, lower the voting age to 16, man. I, I'm, you know, a Zoomer, and I look, I, I look at, uh, at what my generation is composed of, and, you know, I'm not saying I'm any better. But by and large, these are people who are not, you know, fit to have a say in running the country. Yeah, I think very few people are. And it's like, I don't, I don't know why we expect people to, like, be even care about this shit. Because it's also fake. It's like, why do we all pretend, like, fucking politicians are actually the ones in charge? Here? Like, the state really doesn't have much power. Like, the people really with power are, like, fucking the Zuck and, like, fucking... And fucking, you know, whoever owns Google, it's not really about, like... Like, think about this. This is something Tucker Carlson said. I mean, who knows more about you? The FBI or the CIA or Google, you know, it's not even close. Google knows everything about you. I mean, if you talk about something, 10 minutes later, we'll give you an ad for it. Yeah, and that's why I had to delete uh, Instagram recently. Because I was getting, I was getting kind of freaked out. Like, someone would have something play on the TV, and then Instagram would be recommending me, like, posts that are uh, similar to that. And I just don't get how people are comfortable with that. Like, every single moron, you know, white mom who is on Facebook and, and posts about, about their kid uh, Braxlin's soccer game, you know, they, I, hopefully they're all aware that they're just being spied on and documented by some lizard people at Facebook HQ. I just don't get how that doesn't bother them. I guess people just don't really care. Like, I guess it's just like, they just accept like their, how their life is and they move on. Like, I think most people are just like completely servile by nature and just accept like the conditions that have been given to them. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, That's they're like, they're uh, gonna start doing pub babies, and then you're gonna accept that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I kind of do want to talk about the pod babies because I can't, I can't express myself over text as well as I can over speech. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I mean, uh, I was like, reading about about Down syndrome in Iceland, and now it doesn't exist there. There's like 80 births per year with Down syndrome. Now, why is that? And the reason is because every single mother is given access to screening procedures where they can check out their embryo and see if it's got, you know, the genes for for Down syndrome. And almost every single one of them chooses to abort. Now, I don't know if that's, I don't think that's immoral. I think Yeah, why would you bring, yeah, why would you bring a Down syndrome baby into the world, you know? I mean, 
I think that, you know, like Down syndrome people like should be taken care of like that exists now. But ultimately, it's like they are a burden upon society. We don't need more of them. No, we don't. No, I'm not saying that we should be sterilizing people or doing forced abortions. I think the way Iceland is doing it is the ideal way. And now that ties in with the pod babies. Because, like, I think that's another dimension of that kind of, like, uh, you know, artificial control over the birthing process. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, like, okay, look, I don't know what I would do at the end of the day if I had a baby that had Down syndrome. I can't say that I would prefer that necessarily, but, like, I don't know if that's a good thing to have this kind of attitude where it's, like, people should only exist if they're useful. And, I mean, what for me is, like, really weird about that thing, and it's, like, again, I don't, I'm not saying, like, whether it's right or wrong that they, the way they do it in Iceland. And obviously, like, Iceland is, as a country, like, a pretty nice place. But, um, fuck, I don't, uh, it's, like, the people, like, the, I don't know, the same people who are, like, very vocally pro-choice, like, here, at least, where it's, like, obviously very tied into, you know, quote unquote, the left and like feminism, but they'll also go on talking about like evilism and things like that. I mean, I think for me that it's like weird that those things are kind of in opposition to each other. There, um, I don't know. I've never really seen those people address things like that, though. So I, I guess I'm. I wonder how they feel about it. Well, I, I said that I think that they should be like taking care of the Down syndrome people. Right. I mean, all... I'm not talking about you. I'm. I mean, like people who you know, like people who are very obsessed with like talking about like ableism or like all the various forms of discrimination, but are also very like casual. Like, oh, like abortion is just a casual thing, and it's not. Uh, uh, it's not. Uh, it's not like oh, like they're not lives. Like fetuses aren't lives. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I don't really have, like, a firm opinion either way, but... You know, I mean... Obviously, like, Down Syndrome people are are humans and should be taken care of. I don't want to be, like, misconstrued as, like, a eugenicist for saying that, like, when we know of a Down Syndrome kid, the mother probably should abort it because, ultimately, it's going to be a drain on society. And... You know, it's, honestly, there's a difference. So that, that is kind of what it is. Not useful and being a drain. I mean, uh, I mean, it's pr- it's gonna be bad for them too because it must be a hard life to be a Down syndrome person. I've seen this firsthand, though. Like, I mean, my my sister is low functioning autistic, and uh, like leads a life where she spends almost all of her day like in a in a bed. She is eleven. Because she, like, physically cannot be controlled when she's outside of it. That is a miserable life. And it, she also has had, like, a, a very draining effect on my, uh, on my mother as well. And everyone, I mean, it's just, it's not, like, a good idea to, to give birth to a kid that you know is going to be severely disabled. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, with the whole ethics thing, it's like, I think in most cases, ethics is not really like a thing that people consider. I think it's the way people like justify their actions, but it's like, 
Like, for example, when a woman gets an abortion, like, she's not really thinking about whether or not that fetus is a human. She's, like, just doing it because, you know, uh, for whatever reason, because she, like, can't take care of the baby financially or, you know, whatever. But it's, like, you know, like, I hate when I, I, you know, don't really get when people, like, you know, get into such intense debates about, like, oh, well, when does it become a human and when does it? I'm, like, well, does it really matter? Right, I mean, I like that uh, that Thompson essay, if you've ever read it, the uh, Judith Thompson uh, essay on abortion. Because it kind of, like, it shoots the entire debate around when it becomes a person and, like, makes an argument uh, in favor of uh, abortion, ignoring whether it's a person or not. Because I don't think that there's, you know, a very good way of figuring out when something becomes a person. Yeah, and it's, like, it's all just based on, like, human perception. Like, there's no, like, essential, like, definition on when something becomes a human. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, of course, I think, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm, like, 100%, you know, pro-choice, because I think that ultimately, like, the, the death toll, I guess, especially in places where abortion is illegal, um, it's pretty fucked up for, for women. Like, you know, the uh, I don't remember what country. Like women get will get jailed for like having a miscarriage, basically. And the, like, that country I, is Georgia. <laughs> and obviously, like that's, I mean that's that's terrible. And but I don't know. I guess I've just been thinking about like the kind of casual way that people are like calling babies parasites and things like that, where it's kind of unsettling. I don't know. Yeah. See. I think- I think pregnancy is something which is like sacred and it, which is like important, you know. I, I do yeah. like understand that, you know. But yeah, like, I think there's a difference between like saying that uh, legalizing and having safe abortions available for people should be a thing, and also just kind of like calling babies parasites. And uh, I don't know. And also, that also kind of doesn't acknowledge the fact that most most people who get abortions aren't doing it like i don't think it's like a good thing you know they're doing it out of desperation and there are larger problems like the fact that a woman feels like she can't keep a child for whatever reasons whether it's economic or like because she feels ashamed like i think that kind of gets pushed away i do kind of like the position of the uh I think that it's it's massively wrong-headed in its philosophy, but I like the position of the uh, the pro-life Democrat caucus, where like they aren't advocating for banning abortion, but what they are advocating for is like trying to minimize the number of unwanted pregnancies that will lead to abortion. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but, I mean that's also the thing. It's like uh... I don't know. I um. I know a lot of it's like religious too, so it's it's hard to argue with that. But um, I, I just wish that like people could be more nuanced in general, like when discussing these sorts of things. I can't. What? I can't. I'm sorry. No, but like you know, I saw. You can't do what? This. I can't be more nuanced. What do you mean? I, I think that what you just said. Around. Oh. <laughs> no, but like, uh, you know, you were talking about, like, not you, but people were, someone else was saying, like, you know, 
people are taught the idea that uh, fetuses are, are parasites. You know, I don't think, like, having a few uh, pee-fuckers on Twitter say that, or a few articles in Slate, is enough to justify the idea that it's like a uh, a cultural narrative that is being pushed. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely exaggerated, like, the fear-mongering. Like, I mean, I, I get that, but I, I think you are kind of underestimating, like, how many people talk like that, because I've seen it a lot, and I, like, also, the thing about, like, not being, oh, we, they don't teach you that in school, but it's like, okay, Twitter, a viral tweet reaches more people than your history teacher. Yeah, but how many people take that serious? How many people actually, you know, learn? Like, I have seen so many, like, tweets where people just kind of joke about babies being parasites. It's like, okay, like, I'm not trying to be a moralizer. Like, I don't get, like, whatever. If you think that, then that's fine. Um, and I can I can empathize with like the fear of getting pregnant because I I share that as well. But it's like, I, just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it's not happening. Like you know, you can find fucking uh, weird you know slate articles for any insane position from the uh, from the liberal Twitter. Yeah, but the fetuses as parasite thing isn't as insane as you think, is what I mean. No, I don't think it's all that insane, but I'm just saying, like, you can find any, uh, any Slate article for any topic, and to me that does not indicate that there's, like, a cultural narrative that is being pushed. yeah it's it's hard to prove that things are cultural narratives i'm gonna like mitigate this like i think able sister is right about like you know i think there is like a prominent opinion it might not be like a massive like mass media narrative that you know uh babies are parasites but there is you know a lot of people on twitter saying that kind of stuff and it's something that a lot of people believe yeah and it's like i follow like I, I am, I guess, more exposed to like, like women, like women Twitter or whatever, uh, and I, I do see that a lot. Or like joking about like, uh, like fuck them babies, and yeah, like so, okay, you know what? Sometimes it's funny. Like I'm not gonna lie, but I'm just saying that it's, it's a real thing. Like, and also I'm not trying to say that the people that I'm seeing tweeting these things are, are evil or wrong. Um, I don't condemn them if they feel that way, because like I said, it's like an understandable fear of like being pregnant but it's definitely like i don't think it's fair to say that just because like you don't see it that it's not a significant amount of people um not just specifically this but uh like i don't know if it's like tilting at windmills or see that was uh that was like poor wording on my part when i say like i don't see it that means i have literally never been presented with any evidence that's like a dominant you know or even like a a strong something a very strong minority of people believe i just i don't see any correlation between opinions on twitter and opinions in reality yeah i think that's pretty much true because like all of the twitter sphere was like a hundred percent in favor of like fucking Bernie Sanders, well, not 100%, but most of them, you know, at least on liberal Twitter and none of them on Biden, and they're all, like, celebrating and, you know, they're dabbing on Warren in the replies, and then, you know, Bernie got owned in the fucking Super Tuesday. It's like, 
well, there's a lot of old heads there who are, you know, who are the ones actually voting, who are deciding this, and, you know, a bunch of idiots on Twitter doesn't, you know, signify, like, the ma- the cultural consciousness of, you know, the country. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the cultural consciousness with that specifically. Um, and I, I would say I more or less agree with the people who are saying those types of things for politics. But with the pod babies, like, that video, I mean... I'm like, like, yeah, no, okay. I I don't think that that's gonna happen, obviously, in the anytime soon in the future. But you're like, oh, it's not a big deal that like Bloomberg is posting some like hypothetical. I mean, it's it's stupid. Like, it's okay to make fun of that. It's okay to find that like unsettling and weird. No, I agree. It's a, a weird fucking idea. But like, I was ridiculing these people <laughs> in the comments who were like. Like this is the end of the woman's role in, out in society. I, okay, I'm not defending. Not. I'm not defending those like weird people on. Like, yeah, obviously these reactionary people on Twitter have like obsessions that they constantly go on about. But in a way, like they're more willing to criticize like certain things than like most people are. Like, I think their exaggerated revulsion is yeah, it's exaggerated. It's like. It is deranged. It's kind of unhinged, but like, I don't see anyone else like talking about how that stuff is weird and it's a problem. Like, honestly, like you guys are just complaining about Google taking all your information. Like, this is all the same, or similar vein. Like, these people who are uh, really want to track every single person and like get all your information. Like, that's the kind of those are the kind of people that are interested in like fucking trans transcending the human form. No, like, that's- Ep- like Epstein was yeah, super into funny. that. Everything right? was into that. He like wanted people, his head. Yeah, and like dick these frozen. elite people are into that stuff, and you're like, oh, it's you guys are just like uh, oh, overhyping yeah, this, yeah. and like nobody's actually going to do this. Like, actually, I don't think that's true. Like, I think there are people like that who are interested in developing these fucking weird ass technologies. <laughs> I mean, to, yeah, I... Per- to create perfect babies. I'm just not seeing if... progress towards it. Well, maybe not now, like, maybe not in the immediate future, but, like, again, if we're, you guys are talking about Epstein, like, he was very, I mean, I'm sure he was, like, into that, like, things that might not come into fruition anytime soon, but he was out there doing some weird shit with his sperm or whatever, like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even know about this pod. There are a real fraction of people who are into doing freak shit, like, because it's. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know why, but it's there. Well, just being rich. <laughs> uh, you guys gotta update me on this pod baby stuff. I'm like, oh. I'm completely uneducated on this stuff, and okay, it's so like, you guys, video been... of uh, what was it? Was it from Bloomberg something? Like it was, it was video from Bloomberg, I think. About a hypothetical device where you can grow a baby like full term without having to get pregnant. And you just like feed it some juices and stuff in the pod, and and like on one hand, like you had these kind of like right wing Twitter people, you know, shouting about how it was like an abomination and affront to God, and like you know, honestly, there it kind of is, but whatever, that's the point. And and then on the other hand, you have people who are like, oh, but this would help uh, people with infertility issues. Uh, I don't know. And then Ben was saying that like these like reactionary twitter always overreacts about these sorts of things i mean yeah they do i think they're they're a pretty dramatic group of people but i, mean, I'm not I don't really see, the one i don't like, see anyone I'm not else in... talking about it like i don't see anyone else 
being like oh, this is weird <laughs> like in that mean, i'm not in favor generally of like policing outrage like if i agree with someone like i'm not gonna tell them like oh you're being too angry about this i mean with this pod baby thing i'm not really sure but it does sound creepy so i don't really think i'm gonna like beat it yeah it's not like i again i realistically i know that i'm probably never like you know they're not gonna fucking mandate people use pods to have babies I don't think that technology is going to be feasible for a very long time. A better but, but, like, if you guys are going to discuss, like, the elites of the world and, like, Google knowing everything about you, I mean, these technicians are the same people. Like, <laughs> that's that that's kind of shit they're into. I'm, I just have to say that. Well, yeah, I think man. that there's just, you know, a lot bigger weird tech shit that's going on. Like, I posted that, uh, that simulation. Right, I know, I... Is- it's there to, to deprive the boss of empathy. Like that's. I think that point. that stuff is sick and evil, but you have to see that they're kind of in the same trajectory. Like, like I don't know if you don't make that connection, I don't know what to say. But like, I think that that's kind of in in this same trajectory. Of like, yeah, te- I mean, te- I think you can be mad about two things at once. So yeah, like, you can be yeah. mad about the pod babies, and you can also be mad about like whatever other things Google is doing, even if the pod exactly. babies ultimately aren't really like as important. Because yeah. I'm like sort of like a trad Kaczynskiite or whatever, so it, it does kind of unsettle me when yeah, like, and it's like especially all this I mean maybe I just I've been reading too much Elul or whatever, but it's like that strikes me as I don't know. I just like imagine what someone with him, someone like him, seeing that like yeah. is but he I like mean, a it seems like a click hole video, you know, it's like fucking absurd. But Yeah, but I mean, I mean my outrage about that thing kind of is just limited to like posting a comment about how it's gross and then leaving right. and not thinking about it. And I the same I did not I do not have outrage over that. I was taking issue with like this knee-jerk reaction where you're like, oh, there's reactionaries, bro. Like I don't care. Like I don't care. I'm I have not thought about the pod babies. <laughs> At all until today, like I'm today. so fucking mad. You got me thinking about the pod babies. Well, I'm. Not, I think you should. I mean, I think you should try to think about your reaction to that sort of stuff and like dismissing any critiques of of technology as like reactionary. Except I, I haven't though. Like I've discussed, you know, critiques of technology, but the technology I critique actually exists is being used. Okay, I mean, I'm a, I'm a philosophy the, major. The shit so that I, Epstein was doing doesn't all exist yet, but it was clearly part of his fucked up, like, <laughs> like his fucked up uh, worldview. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking weird, but I don't think it's, like, like necessarily immoral or something that you should be concerned. Like, I mean, I'm a philosophy major, so I shouldn't really be dissing, uh, like, thinking about hypothetical shit that's never going to happen. Right. Like, so, like, I mean, I understand. Yeah, it's it's. From, but... Yeah, I'm not like again. I am not preoccupied with this, and I don't think it's going to happen. And I just I don't get like kind of the the wholesale dismissal of being like, oh, you're not allowed to like say anything. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to think that this is a bad thing. Um, I think my, my overall point is that reactionaries do not have like real issues you know these are people they get fucking outraged about the dumbest shit on earth they get mad about aunt jemima getting uh, uh removed or or you yeah. know hypothetical great replacement which isn't fucking happening 
I mean, yeah, that's, I that stuff is that stuff <laughs> is retarded, and oh, I, sh I shouldn't say that on a whatever. <laughs> They're tilting <laughs> no at gonna, women. No one's gonna know who I'm, but like, yeah, that stuff is stupid. But there are legitimate things that I think don't get discussed by people on the quote unquote left. Yeah, I think the whole like reactionary thing. It's like they sort of do like feel the sort of like. Uh, alienation of like modern neoliberalism yeah, but they yeah. directed in right. ultimately the wrong way like yeah yeah right I like think they directed like at immigrants mm -hmm. because they're like a you know completely different looking like you know like thing that they can fear but they don't actually like systemically look at the problems you know well, i think that's true of like the reactionary base you know i think that if you talk to someone in real life and they like espouse you know racist views i think that's true of them but the people on twitter are like you know upper middle class white douchebags who read like a uh, siege one time <laughs> they're not like i mean see, i don't like, know worked in factories I don't, their whole life i don't know how to analyze this twitter demographic thing and i think a lot of the reactionary accounts are like anonymous anyways but uh like like what jps said about they're kind of they kind of detect that like the alienation and the kind of inhuman atmosphere. And I guess my, my fundamental thing with like, again, I'm not like, well, I'm not like trying to come at you, but um, I realize that there's, there are people in the world who are okay with having, having like a future where everything is super tech. Uh, I don't know, like technis technologized. I don't know. And there are people who aren't. Uh, Dang could, could have explained like, that stuff to us if he came. Those are what? Elon Musk redditors. But, I was just saying, Dang could have explained that stuff to us if he came. Well, that's really, okay. Dang or Zach or whatever. Like, people, I don't know if people who are listening to this would like know what we're talking about. But he's 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 kind of. Man. I love him, but like he's totally obsessed. I mean, he's totally gone into the the mentality of like progress being linear and like. I just, I'm just starting to question, like, what progress means, you know? Is, yeah, I mean, I think it's, is like, it a really distinctive... a good thing if we maximize, like, comfort and, and like, <laughs> make it so that everybody can... I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's, the, it's the cube, right? The cube that fits 7 billion people. The cube! I know that it's a joke, but, like, there are legitimately people who are out there tweeting about how if we planned cities in a way that was like more efficient we could have more population on earth and i'm like we should all live like the kowloon walled city you, you joke about that but there are people who believe in that and yeah. see that as progress and you think it's funny uh i mean because yeah it's not gonna happen probably in the near future but like there are people who think that that's okay and then they don't mind that kind of like just imagine the I guess the alienate like on a social or whatever like psychological level like how uh, I don't know. Well, you know the great film uh, Wall-E, uh, yeah. classic, <laughs> was kind of like a condemnation of that kind of thing where uh, you know you maximize comfort to the oh yeah Wall-E was in right. world. Wall-E uh, was absolutely that's where we're heading. You know, we're heading for the we're heading for the Wall-E world, and I don't think it's I don't know I don't know if it's is it reactionary to not want that? Maybe, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know what I am politically. Maybe I, I'm becoming like a reactionary. <laughs> but well, I don't, yeah. I don't like that label because I don't have, I don't share like 80% of my views with people like 
you know, people were obsessed with talking about white genocide and stuff, clearly. But... Yeah, but I mean, I get this, like, you know, thing, like, a lot of people, like, I think it's a distinctively, like, American thing to, like, worship progress, because, like, throughout, like, all the history of, like, the United States in recent memory, like, since 1860, at least, you know, since the Civil War, you know, life has progressively gotten better and better for Americans, at least in from a material standpoint, until, like, you know, until, like, the onset of neoliberalism. But, you know, for most of the other world, they've been like, there was, you know, tragic events like the world wars or in most of the third world, they were poor for most of that time. So I think in the U.S., we sort of have this idea of like, you know, oh, everything just gets better, you know, with tech, more technology and more everything. And it's like you talk to someone like who, you know, grew up in 1940s France and it's like, well, you know, this technology, you know, the technology of war, like, fucked up my life. I don't really believe that shit. Yeah, you, know? you gotta read a little. He's a <laughs> French guy. Yeah. The 40s. But, I mean, I don't even necessarily think it's an American, just an American thing. I think most powerful, like, modern countries are... Yeah, maybe. Very maybe because it's been so long minded. since the World Wars. Yeah, because... I think uh, the culture of the world, Europeans always talk about like how much more civilized or whatever, but really their culture is like our culture five years, like, but our culture five years earlier, like that's pretty much European culture. So I think in a lot of ways, I don't know about that either, UPS. I think we're Europe like five years in the future because like, you know, we're the ones who export our terrible fucking yeah, 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 that, to the rest that, of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was what I was trying to say, yeah. I mean, so my my point is with the um, the pod babies. <laughs> are you... <laughs> my point with the pod babies isn't like that I have a, a preoccupation with that, like with that specifically, but it's like you can't dismiss uh, I don't know if you can dismiss concerns about things like that because it's like the principle of it I don't know right I, I yeah it's not something like worth like putting a lot of effort like into criticizing it's like okay just make a tweet about it and then yeah move on. But, See, that's yeah, but, yeah I, I understand no but that's understand not what you were saying people. though like you were kind of just <laughs> I mean, your tone was kind of like, this is not a big deal at all. Like, there's nothing to it. There's nothing. And then, you know, when we were talking about the sheep experiments, like the, they're growing sheep in bags, you're like, oh, who cares about sheep? It's like, that's not the point. You know, they're not doing it because they're trying to improve sheep. No, that's true. But like, it's being my done for human like, ends. And there yeah, are really progressed since then. Like we aren't making any advancements on it ever since they grew that fucking sheep in the bag. Okay. But they might in the future, like, I don't think it's, it's not, like, also, they're still actively, like, this DNA-related, like, embryo-related stuff is, is, I assume, being worked on, like. Oh, it is. Constantly. Yeah, like, CRISPR and stuff. Everyone always talks about how great CRISPR is. I'm like. I mean, like I said, like, there's a, there are already industries of, like, IVF and, like, egg freezing, like that, even though that's not very reliable all the time. It's, like, already becoming, it's already an industry. I mean, look, I don't know if CRISPR is that bad. We could eliminate inceldom in a generation. Well, no, but I mean, like, just the What's general, CRISPR? like, prospect of, like, you know, 
editing people from birth and just making them however you want that that kind of thing is troubling to me like it, i don't think it's just going to be used for diseases like i think you know right exactly designer babies are you know on the onset at least yes, for rich it, people yes, exactly that's it's like yeah maybe that's not going to happen soon but there are people who want it clearly and you know obviously if that kind of technology becomes possible in whatever 100 years it's going to be the elite that have access to it and have and, and i think it would be psychologically detrimental to a child if they found out that their parents like edited their genome <laughs> they wanted them a certain yeah, way. Would you, would you edit your your future son's genome if you could guarantee they would be a Chad? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, my son's gonna be a what Chad anyway. So, him, what? What if you grew up to resent him because he was such a Chad? <laughs> I mean, that would probably happen, but like you know, I would, <laughs> I would still be. Like, like you'd every it. day as he got older, he would just like overshadow you in every way. <laughs> Well, that's why that's why Elliot Roger wanted to kill his uh his, I think his half brother, because he's like you know this kid who's like seven is beginning to outshine me in every way. I have to destroy him. But... Yeah, that's how you're gonna feel about your bag baby son, your Chad, <laughs> your Chad baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, good God. But I mean, the thing about it is like once these CRISPR things like become like you know mainstream if they ever do like in countries like india and china you know the male to female ratio will just like you know become like 200 males to one female because no and female. i mean to to link this to the other thing where it's like the you're joking kind of like dudes rock sort of misogyny. like i'm not saying this from like a feminist perspective but more so like oh, good God. there's a I mean, like, see what I mean? Like, it's not, I'm not, you know that I'm not saying it the way that you, like, to scold you for being sexist, but it's more like, like, when people joke about, like, AI sex robot things being the future and, like, women can be obsolete, like, that's, I mean, okay, like, I don't really care about it on a, I don't care if it's sexist, but it's kind of weird to think that that's, like, a good, like, a good future, even if it's ironic. Because people are already so alienated. And, like, you know that a lack of human connection, what that does to, to people's psyches, like, anyone. Well, I don't have to worry about it, because I know that I would be the guy with, like, a harem of 15 women, and then we would have, like, thousands and thousands of men, you know, who were competing for my position. What do you mean? You'd have a harem of 15 robot women? Well, yeah, kind of like the... No, like real women. Like if we were at why would you have a harem of fifteen women? Ratio, because our society would revert to the way that like seals live. Oh no, but I mean like <laughs> with like the VR sex robots, which is much more likely in the near future <laughs> than having designer babies. I think on a no, I think that would be a like that's kind of pathetic. Like again, I'm not. I'm not saying that in a way that's like, oh, you should put women on a pedestal, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's just kind of weird and to worship the, in, the progress of, like, these kind of inhuman developments. And, like, I don't know. It's just... Uh... I, don't, I don't worship the, the onset of sex robots because I probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to afford one. But, uh, 
I think it would be Matt. Yeah, I think it would be super fucking funny if all the incels who have been wanting one for years actually got one and then realized that it just. I wasn't mean, it's gonna be like. Have you seen a uh, uh, that Blade Runner, like the the newer one, twenty forty nine? The replicants. No, twenty forty nine, where he has like the holographic girlfriend. No. Oh okay. <laughs> I, I literally haven't seen that movie. I've I just like remember that scene from like simp memes. It's sad though. Like I think I mean I'm not a huge like Blade Runner head, but um the thing with the holographic girlfriend is like kind of what I'm thinking of. Like it's just uh yeah right because he he kind of like falls in love. I I don't know. I'm getting off track, but my point is um I don't think is it is it reactionary to like not think that these things are funny and like cool. I think well I mean there's that one episode of Futurama. We're like, you know, they have like a uh, informational uh, video that says like if we create sex robots, people start having sex with robots instead of people, you know, the entire population will collapse. Uh, like if people were saying shit like that, and I would say that's reactionary and stupid as fuck. But no, I mean, I've never tried to. I've never said, like, you know, criticizing technological advancement is somehow insane wrong. Well, you were saying that they were constantly tilting at windmills and, like, making up yeah. issues, like, non-issues. But I don't think that it's a non-issue. Like, if you think of it as a non-issue, then that's fine. But I'm saying some people well, they will take, see they the take pod things. baby thing and these... Again, the pod babies is just a... It's just a small example of... of I don't really know what the larger word is or the category is for these kind of like biological um, interferences, I guess. And like, you can make fun of, I guess, religious people for wringing their hands about things being in front to God. But I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe it is, maybe it's the, maybe it's all been the kingdom of God after all. Well, I mean, it's just objectively true that people make a fucking mountain out of a molehill. And you find this, I'm not going to spare the liberal, the liberals from this criticism either. Oh, the liberals make mountains out of molehills every single day. Yeah. <laughs> every no, single no. time I hear some stupid Twitter drama, I'm like, who cares? You know, like, uh. Yeah, right. I mean, like that, that, they, they like, uh, you know, hyper focus on, on tiny fucking niche issues yeah. that affect almost no one. Uh, you know, like fat phobia or whatever. They yeah. they spend all their time worrying about fat people having to pay for two airline seats because their ass cheeks <laughs> take up so much space. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, the same thing goes for the reactionary morons who are like spending. I because I saw fucking multiple tweets, multiple like three, four, five tweets about the goddamn pod baby. Okay, but. Uh, like they're, they're I think that there's a the anxiety at seeing things like that, and like, I I don't know if you've seen this video where some lady gets like a microchip inserted into her hand that like works as a key to her house. I don't know, but the yeah, I wanted that. That's so fuck. Okay, whatever. The the anxiety over things like that, I think for me, is more understandable than okay, maybe that's because I'm not obese, but like, I find that more. Um, understandable than like what some of the hand wringing on the other side over like fat phobia and things. 
it's the it's the Wally world, you know. Try to get GPS room to talk because I feel bad. Yeah, I mean, goddamn, I feel like I'm third wheeling here. Like this is the whole like pod, this pod baby stuff. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I just want, I just so want to talk about like my hatred of women. I like what, what the fuck is this pod baby? Like my hatred of women who like yell at me in the park for smoking cigarettes. Like that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> you should have really and gotten some Twitter clout. I know, maybe I should have, but it's like, no, you can continue talking about the pod babies. It's fun for me. <laughs> I don't know. I think that, JB, like, you understand what I'm saying, though, right, JB? Like, the, the, the kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, I understand the anxiety As a religious it. I mean, man. Yeah, it's not something to get to. As a devout Muslim, I understand the anxiety. Right, you about... understand the kind of maybe slightly reactionary kind of response to these weird transhumanism transhumanist uh, yeah. activities and if you know if we're talking about Epstein again like his cohort those kinds of people are absolutely into it it's it may not be a reality for most of us but for the people who are you know mining your data I think it but is like, yeah, but like, I mean yeah, yeah. Fact that I went into like I went into my university's discord server to like be a troll but I, I just like I said, there it was that time that Elon Musk was launching, uh, that whatever spaceship that he had recently, and I just said, I literally was like, I don't care, he's stupid, and then people got mad at me. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, I, I wasn't even, tro you know what I mean? Like I wasn't even trolling. Like <laughs> I was just, I was just shooting the shit. Like I don't give a fuck about Elon Musk. I don't care about space travel. That's and not it, wholesome, one hundred. And they were getting mad at me because like. We're like, oh, space exploration is going to give us technologies that improve humanity. I'm like, who? I don't give a fuck though. <laughs> like, so people do treat it as a religion. Like people absolutely do. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I think science is like. I don't really think it's like something which, like you know, like actually helps people. Like I think like what like science does. It like mitigates you know the issues that are endemic to civilization. Like, hunter-gatherer societies, like, didn't have very much disease, and the people, like, were a lot healthier than under oh, yeah, I, Oh, yeah, that's a total, right? Like, they create issues, like, for people. Like, of course, when yeah, you're... civilization in, creates issues, which, like, it then like, solves, and that's supposed to be progress. Yeah, you eat junk food all day, like, no shit, you're gonna have a bunch of diseases. And then there's, like, the pharmaceutical industry, blah, 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 they make a lot of money. I mean, the, the whole thing is too much for me to, like, wrap my mind around, but... Um, I forgot what I was saying now before. <laughs> In my opinion, we should just be like, you know, step nomads or something. Because it's like, you look at all this read, shit. You should read Jack a little. I think, I think you might find some of his ideas. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, maybe I'll find it on LibGen because on yeah, Amazon, they're on, the book they're on like, like 15 bucks. And I'm like, there are, I'm not no, there are, them. there are a lot. I can, I can post some as well. But uh, yeah, he talks a lot about. Because um, I just finished a uh, Bronze Age mindset. Now I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to educate myself even more. Try Gorilla mindset next. Try Vlog Age mindset. We're in the Vlog Age. Oh, what if it was Pod Baby, but it's like Podcast Baby? Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Pod Babies who do. Podcasts. Oh, that's gonna be the name of this episode now. Thanks. Hell yeah. You play, <laughs> you play podcasts for the baby when he's in the artificial womb. 
Papa for, your, for your Chad son, who's going to grow up to be like six foot nine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like how people play Mozart for their babies. Like, right, they- right. Instead of uh, you play podcasts because he's a pod baby. Yeah, I mean, I'm raising my, my kid on a very healthy diet of Cumtown and uh, Chad. Feed him the slosh, the mushy the smoothie. And then the he like comes out that you feed him with a bowl. No, I, I still, I don't want to, like, delegitimize anxiety over over this weird shit. I mean, I'm probably more reactionary than, like, 80% of the left, man. My morality is almost entirely... I don't think you're like, more reactionary than I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm... Like, religious zealots. I think Ben is, like, a libtard compared to us. Yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely beat you there. Like... Damn, I like I've been sucks. getting into like you know I've been getting into like dipping my toes into like religious stuff and and oh, uh, wow. opening my eyes to the <laughs> the true horseshoe theory oh, to God to Jesus yeah. to Jesus to the true horseshoe master. theory that all earthly you know political <laughs> parties are are bullshit and the same. Well, I mean, I started getting into like Judaism, so um, based. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's pretty yeah, nice. We should be like a religious, like unity podcast, like uh, the three Abrahamic. <laughs> uh, are you like, you know, maybe that should be the thing. I don't know. You've had trouble starting up your own podcast. Why don't we just? Why don't we just merge? Um. No, I need to do my own thing. Oh, but oh, the pro- oh, because no. the problem. <laughs> oh, you're, too, you're too good for us, huh? Yeah. Goddamn. Well, because you guys need to read the texts. You know, like I can't just be. <laughs> I can't just be monologuing here. I will never. Anyway, um, yeah, um, how's how's recording the podcast going? Well, it's hard because like I don't have a co-host, so I'm I tried recording part of it. I'm like, this sounds kind of boring. Uh, and also I've been uh, I've been dealing with um <laughs> hypochondria or whatever in the past few days, so I haven't been feeling well. I've really been uh, reading as much as I should. That wouldn't be a problem if you're uh genome was edited before birth yeah exactly and you're impervious i, I wish i i wish i was a designer baby like i wish i was a giga okay, stacy i was just a giga stacy with a 300 iq or how i don't know i don't know how high iq goes but iq is well, anyway, mine is 500 <laughs> like yeah it would be cool but um i don't know i don't think it's I think it's fine to 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 be sentimental and like see things like human functions as special. And if I was a pod baby, I would feel kind of weird. You know, like I already feel weird about being a C-section baby. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to tell your kid that they were like a pod baby. Like I it already feels like I shouldn't exist, right? Cuz like Maybe if my mom honestly. if my mom had me like 300 years ago, we'd be dead. Because oh, the C-section started in like in like before Christ, right? I think it's a pretty. I don't early think so. I don't think it was that. So, like compared to what we have now, it's like really good. You know, there's like a. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess like it's in almost half of C-section. Completely safe at this something. point. They've perfected it. Yeah, like I... they have even have a different incision. Like from when I was born, it was like horizontal. Now they do. I don't know. They do it differently now. It's like better. 
and easier. Yeah. I mean, I was a C-section baby, and that, to me, like, alone proves that C-sections are good um, <laughs> and have had a very positive <laughs> impact on the world. I mean, I'm, I'm a breach baby. I came out feet first. That's... Oh, but you came out? You came out the, the, the vagina? <laughs> yeah, I came out of the vagina. That's pretty cool, because, like, I think I thought a lot of breach babies have to get, like, C-sections. I've never fucking touched a vagina in my life, man. Atheist. Sucks. I, I, I like oh, JBS is really a miraculous birth. Oh, maybe I was. No, I don't think my mother like has an incision. Maybe I'm not a breech baby, but maybe I, I don't they, know. You pro- they probably got you turned around, and then you came out. Because like, I don't think that you can push out a breech baby. Ask your mom oh, about the circumstances of yeah. your birth. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my mother about that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it was something. Maybe they had to flip me around or some shit. I don't know why I didn't come out, but I just didn't, and so I had to be sliced You, you don't want to come into this cruel world. You know, you know what I, I mean? Like, I shouldn't exist. I literally despise, like, when my mother or parents or whatever uh, discuss, like, like, how I was as, like, a small child or whatever, or, like, being a baby, because it just makes me feel so, like, infantile. I really hate it when she, like, goes on about, you know... I can't really, honestly. Your mom is a different breed from mine. <laughs> She's a live, laugh, love. I know, it's awful. Queen. <laughs> Go off, queen. But yeah. Anyway, uh, we've been going for about an hour. You want to go some more? Or is it just... Uh, you wanna, I you think wanna... the beginning of this kind of sucked. <laughs> You yeah, it's a while to, to get to know each <laughs> yeah. other. You're going to have, like, a chaotic, you know, mess when you yeah. have, like, a guest on for the first time. I suppose. But, you know, we pulled through and, you know. Yeah, I didn't know if you guys had, like, an outline or anything before you started. I'm not no, going to lie. I straight didn't... up did it. We're just like, okay. I didn't like, really, uh, <laughs> I didn't really do my research into this podcast before. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. But I yeah, haven't I mean, been. I haven't been listening to pods in general. We're like alpha chats. We just go. We just. We just talk. <laughs> anyway, cockroach um, juice. You know. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, that cockroach, cockroach milk is an interesting thing, though. I mean, have fun. You know, drinking. I want to spend. I want like have fun could, feeding. Oh my god. About the cockroach milk. Imagine though. Okay, but listen. I, imagine then in the future. You don't even need a wife or a husband to have a pod baby, right? You just gotta get some egg from somewhere. And so you splice the genes and stuff, and then you create your, like, six-foot-nine Chad son with a really high IQ. And in the in the pod, in the little hole where you feed the smooth, the juices, you're feeding them <laughs> the cock, cock. Yeah, because that's how, that's how you have the, that's how they get the nutrition if they're not in the womb. There's, like, a hole that you put smoothies in. You put some oxytocin in there, and then you give them the the cockroach milk. Like Ben's Chad, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like I'm just thinking of like Ben's Chad son growing up on cockroach milk. Yeah, really strong. You have to tell me why you haven't taken the cockroach milk pill yet. It doesn't taste any good. I might. Wait, is, is cockroach milk even real? I've it's eaten bugs real. before. I don't know if it's mass produced. Right I've eaten now. a grasshopper before, I think. Or something. It was like fried. It was not very good. It tasted paper. I mean, I, I've 
I've eaten like bugs before, like just as a kid. That's why I never get sick now. No, like, I eat bugs and eat I eat them. a legit like food. Like they like fried some grasshoppers or something. Like you know, with seasonings and whatnot. It kind of just like scratched my throat, and I didn't think it tasted very good. You know, the article I was reading, it said, like, you know, it might not be very ethical to make cockroach milk because you need to grind up thousands of cockroaches. It's like, what's the problem there? How is that unethical? If it gets me one glass, if it gets me a glass of, of cockroach milk, it's worth it. Well, okay, I think that certainly cockroach farming and mass would be much more ethical than the current, like, dairy industry that we have and whatnot, like, with factory farming, is because those animals are. Uh, I, I feel much I feel much worse when I think about their suffering than I do about a bug. Yeah, I mean, but it just this sounds, is what Hawking just... Phoenix talked about in his Oscar speech. Like it was like they they stick their hand into the mother's like vagina. It's, no, it's true though. Like I'm not even like that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not even a vegan, but I think when people make fun of vegans a lot, like you're just like I don't know. I think there there's a karmic. <laughs> there must be a yeah, psychic pull. To eating yeah, I think like, that, like cows yeah. that were stuffed into like a metal cage or whatever the fuck, eating grains which they're not supposed to eat anyways, and they get sick. It's, it's like fucking so disgusting. gross. Yeah, and and you know it's illegal to film inside those fucking. Places. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. There was like a recent article that was about how they're like killing a lot of pigs because of the COVID. So there's like I don't know some issue with people not enough people to process it. And they are killing them by literally stuffing all these pigs into a steaming room where they get steamed to death for like eight hours. Uh, and in the end, like, think about that, you know, like, it's pretty fucking, like, these pigs are as intelligent as, more intelligent than babies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> than babies, if we're being real. Um, not that I think that pig lives matter more than humans, but it's, it's fucked up. I don't know. Yeah, I think we should reform it. Like, it's, I'm not even, like, full-on, like, farming. Like, maybe farming itself is, like, unethical, but in some sense, we need to, like, stop making it, like, so mass-produced, and we need like, to, like, my thing all... is, if you're eating meat, you should be okay with killing an animal yourself. And the thing is, I've met so many Absolutely. people who eat meat who are squeamish about seeing, like, roadkill or whatever. On the side, I'm like, grow up. Like, you know, you're eating dead animals. Why is it such a big deal that you see, like, a yeah. dead squirrel on the road? Like, it's a Wait. cognitive uh, disconnect because people aren't in touch with where their food comes from. Yeah. Well, here's the question, you know, if you could replace uh, the da entire dairy farming industry with, like, cockroach milk, I mean, would it be worth it? I Well, like I said, I I think, sure, certainly, I don't give a fuck about cockroach lives, and they can die. <laughs> I'm not a fan of bugs. Damn. But I personally, that just sounds gross. I'm not gonna fucking eat, I don't wanna eat bugs. <laughs> Well, you I wouldn't be eating the bugs, you'd be drinking them. Eat the bug. Drink, drink cockroach milk. Like, ew, I googled uh, cockroach birth, and <laughs> that is like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, I'll make you, that will make you, uh, like, support pod babies. But for I mean, maybe when your pod son gets born, and, like, you want him to grow nice and strong, you have to feed him some cockroach bars. Then Damn. I will be okay with you doing that, but personally, I'm... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on the cockroach milk train. That's a shame. I mean, I, you're I, gonna I, be. 
You and I, your your pod family are going to be living in the the seven billion human cube. <laughs> yeah. I would live in there, eating cockroach <laughs> sushi, and like. All right, that's, that's the fine, way we're headed. Man. I'm gonna fucking kill myself before that. <laughs> that's the fucking way we're headed, though. Is like you know, society is getting denser and denser. Yeah, Ben, that is the way that Let's we're go headed. Cubicles on top of each other being fucking spied on constantly that is and, the and way that we're headed consuming yeah. pills that are there that like ensure our compliance exactly fucking well, awful. see see ben like if you can see that and you can see that that is a problem then i think you can you know be a little bit more understanding to the people who are like pearl clutching at at the pod babies because that is a part of the Wally world that we're heading into, <laughs> I think. And like yeah, progress at what cost, you know? And yeah, again, like JPS as a religious man understands what I'm saying. Like See, I wouldn't consider that progress though. Like, I, I don't either. Putting but people do. But okay, the cube thing is a meme, but like I've I I mean I can try to find it for you, but like there have been tweets by people talking about how if we do urban planning in a different way, we can fit another billion people on Earth. Like, why do we want that? Like, no, also, that's the thing. Not so, worth it! Right, and also, like, it's like talking, like, overpopulation, saying that our Earth is overpopulated is considered racist now. Like, it legitimately is. Like, I'm gonna stay anonymous on this podcast and, like, not, you know, you can just call me Able Sister. Um, because I don't, <laughs> I'm not trying to get called out for being racist to say that Maybe we shouldn't have another billion people, another extra billion people on Earth. Um, specifically, yeah. what race are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> See, no like, way. my problem with the overpopulation thing is that, like, you know, the people who advocate it want to only apply, like, birth restrictions to, you know, people oh, abso- in Africa. I, I am absolutely, yeah, I'm absolutely with you there. Like, there's definitely, they there definitely Africa is... There definitely is a tie between like racism and things like this, but there, I think, to go back to like the idea of cognitive dissonance, it's like people who are so obsessed with like progress and like calling everything racist and calling everything eugenics are also the same people who don't seem to care about the actual implications of things that could lead to eugenics. And like, yeah, these technologies are kind of eugenics, right? Like designer babies. And it's real. It's not fake. You know, it's not people aren't just making it up. Like, <laughs> it's a thing that people are working into doing research for, for God knows what reason. Like, what is the reason for that? Like, there's no. Right to get there. rid of incels, as I've said. <laughs> I know, man. It's incel genocide. I mean, it's I not right. To, I don't want my brethren to leave this earth, honestly. We. We, we will stay strong and we'll fight, you know, the technological society that's trying Hell to... Hell yeah, read it. a little, guys. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna gr- get on my grind. I just need to recover from munch, munchausens or whatever the fuck I have. Yeah, my, my mom's a bit of a hypochondriac as well. She thought she had corona for like three weeks and she did let my dad sleep in the same bed with her. My dad had to sleep on the couch downstairs. <laughs> But maybe she just did that to keep him away from her. <laughs> if you uh, let your wife send you to the couch, I mean, you're just a cucked individual. Yeah, that's pretty much true. 
All right. Anyway, on that note, since our friend <laughs> Abel's sister has decided she does, she's no longer wants to bless us with our, her presence. Uh, we're we're gonna end. This. I mean, I hope this is a good. I hope this was a good episode. I hope this is one of your best. I. Uh... Yeah, I think it's fine. You know, it's good enough. I think we're, you should go. You should read a little, yeah. and then uh, we can talk about it more. Sorry, I, mean, yeah. I, I don't read. I, I don't have the attention span. But um, in the yeah, um, let, let me just say we invite you to come on again, and hopefully, Dang won't be a total bitch, and hopefully, he'll. <laughs> I need my boy on here. He's you see, if I was here with Dang, I said, if I was here with Dang, it would be terrible. It would be, I would just be like, I wouldn't even let a talk. You know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think Dang would be kind of smitten with you, right? So I don't think he'd really like go. I don't think so. He's not. He's you know. He's a uh, he's a technique person. Like he's totally been inculcated into that idea of progress for humanity as like just maximum efficiency and and whatever the fuck drone drone farming chemical fertilizer yeah. shit that he's into. Uh, it would be so funny to see dang like hardcore defense. You know the thing about baby. China is like okay I'm I'm gonna this is uh, I'm gonna go on for another minute probably but you know China is like I get what Dang is saying that like China is unfairly maligned by Western media all the time but like that doesn't mean <laughs> like if you ever go to China like you will understand that a lot of the people there are just fucking sheep. And it's not like a political thing. It's like a just a cultural, cultural mindset. Like the government will tell them that, like eating some herb is gonna cure them of COVID, and like they'll believe it. And I'm well, not that's exaggerating. One of Dang's criticisms is that they brought back like uh, Chinese traditional right. Medicine. And then, but like the thing with like you said, like Google tracking your every move. It's so much. It's it's pretty bad in China. Like everybody is on this one app. It's not only social media. You use it to pay for things. And, like, America somehow hasn't really, like, I know Apple Pay is a thing that exists, but I feel like more people still use, like, credit cards and whatnot. But um, it's totally integrated and just, they spend a lot of time on there, is all I'm saying. But, yeah, that's that's not, that's not all I'll say. Um, I enjoyed being on here. Thanks. I just found out that you um, have, you can have video on mobile. Yeah, maybe we should right. do a video component to this. But anyway, um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Any final remarks, Ben? Or... Big Chungus. Big Chungus. Rest in peace, R slash Big Chungus. Anyway, um, the, and Dang, if you're listening, stop being a pussy. Come back on. Come yeah, I mean, not come back on, on. Come on, period. And come we'll in invite in you to be able to come over things, Ben. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, you needed. Uh, you needed. You now. needed my contrary. My contrarian voice on here, though. So. Just, just chew on it. Chew on. Think about the pod babies some more. I, mean, I haven't I'm, stopped I'm, thinking about them for like the entire day. That's good because your conscious, your conscience is is is. <laughs> <laughs> needs to needs to be weighed down by these things. <laughs> Where you gonna wake up? All right. Um. I'll see you there. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Off. God bless.